Your top stories on Blitz this hour. Leipzig stuns Spurs while Atalanta thump Valencia. Sundowns turn up the heat in the title race. Heavyweight Kings ready for their rematch. Round 4 Vodacom Super Rugby action draws closer. And results from the Rio Open in Brazil. Triple Crown chasing Ireland will field an unchanged starting lineup against England at Twickenham in the next round of the Six Nations. Head coach Andy Farrell has, however, made one change on the bench as Leinster forward Caelan Doris returns to the squad, with Max Deegan dropping out of the match day 23. With the Triple Crown looming, Farrell isn't taking any chances and opts to stick with Conor Murray at scrum half, while the experience of Johnny Sexton will no doubt be relied on in the number 10 jersey. Robbie Henshaw has also recovered from a head injury he suffered against Wales in the last outing to retain his place at centre. With Murray retained at scrum half, John Cooney must settle for a place on the bench despite his impressive form for Ulster this season, while the versatility of Keith Earls will also be available for Farrell to call on in the match. Scotland have made three changes to the team that will face Italy that did duty against England in their previous Guinness Six Nations clash. Head coach Gregor Townsend has promoted Edinburgh forward Stuart McKinley and Ben Toulis from the bench, so too Gloucester outside centre Chris Harris. Four changes are featured among the replacements. Grant Gilchrist and Byron McGuigan take the places vacated by Toulis and Harris. South African-born prop Willem Nell and Matt Ferguson replace Simon Bergen and Nick Haining respectively. Italy and Scotland will be looking to get their first wins of the season as they kick off round three of the Guinness Six Nations. Champions Wales are at home to France, while on Sunday England and Ireland do battle. The Women's Six Nations continues to unfold with the third round getting underway with a clash between Wales and France. England will host Ireland while Italy welcomes Scotland. You can catch that last match live on your World of Champions. There was a South American face-off in the second round of the Rio Open, as Argentina's Federico Dalbones met Chile's Cristian Carin, the third seed in Brazil. The first set belonged to the Chilean. The 23-year-old, six years younger than Dalbones, was more explosive than the Argentine, and he made that work in his favor. A single breakpoint did the trick, taking the first set 6-4. He went up again the second with Dalbones left chasing shadows. Two breakpoints got the job done. A straight sets victory for the third seed. On to the third round. South Africa will be hoping for a better showing when they get their T20 series against the touring Australian team underway at the Wanderers in Johannesburg. The Proteas could only manage three wins from their last ten international matches across all formats. And with the likes of David Warner and Steve Smith in wait, the team will be looking at their bowling attack to provide the firepower needed to restrain the visitors. I think it's, it's, it's a key point that we reassess. Um, we did go against England, we did struggle at the back end. I think the key focus for us is to, is to, to execute back, better at the back end of our overs. I think we, we got it uh, right the first six after the first game. Uh, there was improvement. For me, the key is going to be the back end overs, the last four or five overs. 
Australia will look to start their tour of South Africa on a high when the T20 series gets underway at the Wanderers in Johannesburg. Justin Langer's charges head into the tour off the back of a one-day international series defeat to India, but impressive results prior against Pakistan and New Zealand has given the visitors a lot of momentum heading into their tour. Look, I think we've got pretty much all bases covered here at the moment. Um, really good squad. Um, you know, Mitch played well in the uh, the big bash and scored some runs at the back end. Um, we know how strong he's, he is and he's, he's done it at this ground before many years ago, I think, smacking a few big balls. Um, Matty Wade obviously coming off the back of another, well, he's, he's been in terrific form I reckon for the last couple of years and his game is in as good a place as I think anyone in Australia at the moment. Um, and obviously Darcy Short who's there as well, um, you know, he's been incredibly consistent in T20 cricket for, for some time now so I think we've got pretty much all bases covered and um, you know, plenty of quick bowlers, a couple of spinners, um, so we can sort of chop and change the way we want to play, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think we're, we're in a good place. South Africa will aim to put the disappointment of the England tour behind them when they welcome Australia next, with the first of three T20 matches set to take place at the Imperial Wanderers Stadium. You can follow the action ball by ball live on your World of Champions. The Hollywood Bets Dolphins won the toss and opted to bat first in their momentum one-day cup match against the world sports betting Cape Cobras at Newlands. Following a steady opening partnership of 45, Sarl Arvia fell to a corner Mnyaka for 15. Vaughan van Jarsveld was next to go, run out for 7, before Grant Rulofsson was sent back by Tandu and Tini for a well-played 40. The Dolphins soon found themselves in deep trouble as they slumped to 101 for 7, with Senran Mutisami, Sibunele Makanya, Robbie Freilink and Kaya Zondu losing their wickets within nine runs of each other. A captain's knock by Keshav Maharaj, reaching his maiden one-day cup half-century, was well supported by Prenelan Sabrian's 28 as the Dolphins reached 183 for 8 from their 50 overs. The Cobras chase got off to a good start before Peter Milan was trapped LBW by Maharaj for 14. A minor collapse saw Zubair Hamza for 4, Yanaman Milan for 23 and Jonathan Bird for 3 depart within 7 runs of each other as the home side slumped to 47 for 4 with Maharaj adding 2 more scalps to his tally. With George Linder departing for two, Kyle Varane and Abiwem Gajima established a 48-run partnership before Maharaj backed his fourth of the night, drawing Varane into an ill-timed shot. While wickets tumbled around him, a heroic 69 not out by Abiwem Gajima took the home side to within touching distance, but he eventually ran out of partners, with the Cobras falling 26 runs short of a victory at home. Formula One drivers started testing their new cars in sunny Barcelona ahead of the 2020 season. Ferrari's Sebastian Vettel sat out the session due to illness, whilst his teammate Charles Leclerc finished 7th, tallying 75 laps. The morning of the first test on Circuit de Barcelona and Catalonia saw Mercedes's Valtteri Bottas clock up 79 laps with the fastest time of 1 minute 17.313 seconds. Test 1 will continue until Friday whilst the second test will take place next week, from the 26th to the 28th. The start of the 2020 Formula 1 season is inching ever closer. The Australian Grand Prix is first on the agenda, and all of the action is live on your World of Champions Supersport. Chapultepec Country Club 
venue for the WGC Mexico Championship, where in 2017, having performed so impressively to be runner-up, Tommy Fleetwood had confirmation he was equipped to compete on the big occasion. Great memories, the start of me obviously kicking on and I guess the second stage of my career if you like. I had you know, a very special weekend, played great, um, all the monster put on the last, which at the time was like the biggest check by a mile that I'd ever had. Um, that first year was great and I've, I've played well in the times it's been here since. Um, obviously not the results but hopefully we can do it again. There's nothing quite like a recent victory to boost confidence and in buoyant mood after winning the Saudi International earlier this month is Graham McDowell. I feel like it was part of my journey back to where I want to be. I felt like I was ready to win again and I was playing well enough and I was starting to believe in myself again, you know, so uh, it felt right and it felt, it felt like I was ready for it and uh, it's really just about using that momentum now. This is the first of four World Golf Championship events on the 2020 Race to Dubai and one of the 37 European Tour members on parade here is South Africa's Eric Van Royen. It gets tough and tougher the higher you climb this ladder, you know, but, but that's why we're here. I love competition, I love uh, pushing boundaries and, and getting better, so yeah, that's, that's why we do this. I feel like I've got really good attention to detail and I've worked with my coach for going on two years now and we're just doing really good things, so you're not going to play your best every single week. It's kind of going to go a little bit like this, but I think we're training upwards. That also applies to Victor Perez, who followed up his title capture at last season's Alfred Dunhill Lynx Championship by being quick out of the blocks this year. You know, the second place in Abu Dhabi was great to get off to obviously a great start and put a lot of points on the board early in and obviously I've had two good weeks after that. I'm, I'm taking a lot of positive obviously from the start of the season and, and obviously playing this event with a great field, a lot of points uh, at stake. So yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm off to a good start. Matthias Schwab knows what's required to contend. The Austrian tied fourth at November's WGC HSBC Champions. In Shanghai at the at the WGC was my first um, first time on on this level, um, and I went into the week with no expectations. Really, I was just um, happy to be there, and I can finish T4, which was good, obviously in in a way uh, that it got me into this week here. So I'll just try and have the same approach, have fun, and be be happy to have the chance to play here. Catch all the latest from the WGC as the Mexico Championship takes place on your World of Champions.